Welcome, welcome to the Bible and the 67th book. Your life is the 67th book. We make up that with our testimony, our life stories. We help others overcome by sharing what we've been through. I know it's helped me. Well, today I want to talk about the children. What's going on with the children or more so what's going on with the adults? My goodness gracious. It's like these children don't have a good example nowadays. Like I was listening her on Facebook and it's the adults that I see on some of these uh, social media sites that are licking the ice cream in these stores. And I cannot wrap my head around that at all. I know the kids were eating Tide Pods. That was... I, I can't wrap my head around that. Okay. But it used to be a time we used to tell our children, okay, look, don't do that. Don't, don't eat that. Don't touch that. My question is this. Who's telling the adults not to lick the ice cream? Well, I think I have an answer. I think the kids are telling the parents now, don't do that. And I think the parents should listen. I tell you, growing up in this particular day and age is a tough, tough time with social media, bullying, you know, suicide is way up, you know, and it's like these kids do not have an outlet. They don't have a voice. No one is listening to them, especially when you have adults doing things like licking the ice cream and then posting it and then getting caught and then going to jail and then looking sad in court because they got to go to jail. Where you're licking ice cream, you're spitting in products in the store for somebody else to consume. And my problem is if these people that are doing this was to get something that was contaminated, the first thing they're going to want to do is find a lawyer, go to court, And try to sue whoever for enough money that they will never have to work again. So I'm a little perplexed at this day and age that we live in. Nonetheless, the children are the topic here, you know, and we have to, I think, as adults start providing a good example, good role models for our children to follow. You know, I've been a witness to a lot of children in my circle that have been pushed aside for relationships. You know, I know there's hardworking single parents out there, men and women, and it does, it does get tiring sometimes doing it by yourself, always having to wear all the hats. And you want someone to love you and respect you and to cherish you and to you know, someone that you can relax with, someone that you can enjoy. And that's, and that's natural, you know. But it is ne- never okay to put your child in front of a relationship. That has happened. I dated one young lady. Every time I come over, she put her child in the room. I'd be like, this is not an animal. This is not okay. Why is the child going in the room? You know, and it, it can't be that deep where we feel like, we're going to lose something, so we have to punish the children so we won't lose 
what we think is going to be good for us. No, it doesn't work that way. Even in my immediate family, some of my siblings have been in abusive relationships. But the interesting thing is this. The child, the children, told them not to do it. That's right. The kids were like, don't do it. Don't do it. He's not good. You know, now I've made some mistakes. You know, I can't say I've been perfect, you know, at this. But the one thing that I know for a fact, and I believe my children will attest to this, I always protected them. I remember dating one young lady, and we were riding somewhere in Kansas City. And we started talking about our children. And I told her, you know, how many children I have. She said, oh, you got a lot of luggage or baggage, whatever she said. I said, oh. Okay. So the next thing, she was like, well, where are we going? I said, are we going out to eat? I said, I'm going out to eat. You're going home. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, yeah. I can't, I can't date someone that thinks my children are luggage, baggage. You know, this ain't Delta. You know, we're not throwing luggage around. You know, they don't go up on the shoot to be claimed by somebody. No, not going to do it. So needless to say, I didn't date that woman. You know, and I think you have to be very, very, very selective, you know, and especially with hardworking females. I can't tell you how many times that I've talked to young ladies that are good friends of mine. And it seems like, you know, a, a good hardworking woman that works hard, has good credit, um, car, job, they can always find a man that doesn't have any of that. And and the first thing they want to do is the woman wants to lower her standard so he can cross over it. Then she wants to raise it back up. And then when he starts acting crazy, complain about it and post it on Facebook. Well, that's you can't do that. I mean, you can But that doesn't do anything for a child who is suffering because this person now is abusing you and the child is being abused mentally. And then we say, okay, look, check this out. Go to school and make straight A's. How in the world can a child go to school and make straight A's when this person is physically or mentally abusing you all night? You know, child can't sleep, child can't eat. You know, we have to do something different. We have to do something different. We have to make children our priority like the Lord did. Remember when the disciples tried to push the children away, the Lord said, oh, no, no, no. Suffer the little children and forbid them not to come unto me, for such is the kingdom of heaven. And what did he say? Unless you become like one of these What does he mean to become like one of these when you're an adult? You have to have that childlike innocence. You cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. So the children do have the answer to not. Now I understand when you're dating someone and it's getting serious. You know, you get married, you know, it's God, your spouse, you know, but you, you don't, you don't push your child children aside to enter into that hoping that it's going to work out regardless of how the child feels about it. That's just not right. You know, my father was a very, very abusive man. He 
was very verbally and physically abusive to my mother and to us. And at nine years old, my father used to fly uh, planes as a hobby. Not the remote control planes, but the real planes. So we were out of the airport and we were we would watch him fly. And this one particular time he was coming in, coming in for a landing, the wing gust caught the wing, flipped the plane upside down and crashed on the runway, on the runway, excuse me. And I looked at my mom and I said, mom, I hope he's dead. Now, granted, that was a terrible thing to say. And she looked at me and she said, don't you ever say that about your father? I'm like, well, when I saw that man coming up out from underneath that plane, I was like, he cannot die. Lord, what am I going to do? And, you know, I, I look back on it now. Of course, I was a kid. I, I was going through some, some terrible times. And, you know, you just want relief. You know, you got to understand you're, you're, if you're in this, uh, in these relationships and you're hearing this, you, you, you got to take note. You know, your child just wants some relief. You know, needless to say, I would not, you know, say that now. But my mother knew that the clock was ticking and she knew she had to do something. And it wasn't going to be too much longer before I would do something. It was just that bad. My father used to make me uh, pee on myself in front of people. I'd get real nervous talking to him. And I can remember him, you know, he'd be yelling at me and, and you know, I'd be holding myself and he'd be telling me, turn it loose. You know, that that's so humiliating. You know, and the only reason I'm sharing these things is because I know what it's like as a child to be in those situations where you feel like you can't get out. You you know, you can't grow up fast enough. You know, you you just want out, you know, and it was just terrible. It stuck with me all the way into my adult years and affected me in many relationships, you know, um, with family and my children and my siblings. It, it, it really damaged me, you know. So take note to that. Take note to, you know, what your children are going through. Listen to them. My goddaughter, I've been in her life about maybe 10 years, maybe a little less than that, but her mother's entering into this relationship with a really, really nice guy. And I, I asked him, I said, hey, you know, I know, you know, you all are, are getting uh, close I said, but can you do me a favor? Can you do me a big favor, man? And, you know, before you come over sometime, can you just, you know, call and ask to speak to, you know, her daughter and ask her, you know, her daughter's a teenager and ask her, you know, it's now a good time for me to come over, hang out with you guys and visit for a little while. You know, and another thing, you know, allow them, you know, when I got married, you know, uh, this particular marriage, I, I asked my um, wife's, children what my curfew was what's my curfew to be in, in your in your home you know and, and, and they and they gave me you know that that curfew and, and I abided by that there was no visiting you know um, in in the bedrooms no late night movies it, we, we didn't do none of that so so I asked him I said hey you know just see if it's if it's okay with her if you know if it's a good time you know maybe she wants to you know, time with just her mom. Maybe, you know, she's she's got something going on. She's not feeling well. You know, you never know what, you know, young teenage girl is going through. And she doesn't feel like, you know, having company, you know. So um, the guy's a really good guy. And he definitely took my advice. And he also, 
you know, asked the girls if it was okay for him to date um, their mother. And I find that real respectable, especially from someone that's as young as he is, you know. And so I just think we need to really play close attention to our children, you know. And if you know of any children that are going through some things, pray for them. You know, if you can befriend them, if not, like I said, just, you know, pray for them, uh, encourage them, you know, in the background, you know. But most of all, let's let's set a good example for these children to follow. There's all kind of negative things out there nowadays. These kids, I couldn't even imagine what it would be like, you know, going to school in this day and age, you know, with all the social media stuff going on. It's like, you know, they have to answer to so many things. You know, they're so consumed with cell phones. It's almost like they don't have time to be them, you know. So as adults or as parents, you know, we got to try to create a space where a child has a voice. And, you know, we we don't just hear them, but we're really listening to what they're saying. You know, it's sad that a lot of children have met their demise at the hands of a boyfriend or a girlfriend. You know, that is just the saddest thing. You know, not, you know, be it a child, you know, meet their demise in any way. I can't understand it. I can't understand who would take an innocent child and, and just abuse them like that or, 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 or murder them or whatever. It, it hurts my heart. Sometimes I'm on my job and, you know, um, I think about, you know, uh, I might get something on my phone about a child being harmed, and, and you know, um, I, you know, I'm on my job. You know, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know what happens when you get to 50. You cry a lot, but you know, I'm over there just, you know, leaking from the corners, and I'm like, wow, who, who can do this to to a child? You know, but you know, my prayer, my constant prayer, is Father, protect my children, my grandchildren, protect those children that are caught up. In sex trafficking, who who in the right mind would would want to do that? You know, would want to take a child's innocence to make money off of. You know, God, God help you, whoever you are, if you're listening to this. You know, and if you know any child that is caught up in that, or anyone, you know, you know, we need to not keep a a, a tight lip, but ex- exploit them. Tell someone, I'm not afraid. I don't know. About other people, you know, I'm not afraid to go to the authorities and let them know, you know, there's some seedy situations going on with, with children. If I see it, if I'm out in public and I see it, I'm going to intervene. It's just, you know, it's just that, you know, old school that's in me, you know. I'm not going to let an adult, you know, try to ruin the life of a child because I know what that's like. So a little bit serious of a podcast this evening. Glad you all can join me. I hope I said something that will um, help all of us to pay closer attention, close attention to these children. Thank you for joining me at the Bible in the 67th book. Remember, your life tells a story and that story should be shared with others to help them overcome. Thank you and have a blessed rest of your day wherever you are.